Hello, welcome everyone to another episode of the Anarcho-Biblicalist Podcast. My name is Jordan. I'm joined always by Juan. Are you though? Are you really though? Are you just talking to yourself? I like to think. Or is this whole podcast just a fakement of your imagination? I, I mean, shit. I got some thinking to do, but I'll, I'll do that later. We're recording now. We, of course, uh, Juan, of course you joined me on a very somber occasion. Uh, a real American hero has died recently. I speak, of course, of Queen Elizabeth II of England. <laughs> I thought you were going to say James Earl Jones. <laughs> I'm like, he didn't die, dude. He just retired from being Darth Vader. <laughs> Did he do that, like, recently? Yeah, just yesterday. <laughs> Damn. Now I'm actually sad. <laughs> but yes, uh, she will be lived, loved, and laughed. The poor queen. <laughs> I will miss her uh, uh, gaslighting, gatekeeping, and girl bossing her way through Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. <laughs> I'm going to miss her girl bossing those blood diamonds under it. Hot ass crown. <laughs> yeah, she was a real patriot, that one. Uh, really, really helped us in our stand against the globalists. That crown wore the red, white, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the globalists, Juan, you join me as always in our fight against uh, global tyranny by looking back to what really matters, the the, the holy scriptures. <laughs> now, Juan, can you can you can you give me a summary of uh, on in the last episode? Jacob, build a bunch of goddamn goddamn wells, son. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! He built wells all over the place. Wells on top of wells on top of wells. My boy digging deeper to the center of the earth just as God commanded. Absolutely. God fucking bless him. And then some shit about his sons getting all into, like, yeah. a tiffy. Yeah. The way I remember it, Abraham died, Isaac built wells, uh, Jacob cheated his brother out of everything and prepares to flee his home. Well, yeah, <laughs> cheated everything in, like, really Looney Tunes fashion of, like, <laughs> covering himself in hair. <laughs> it was a weird story i'm sorry i was i don't remember the details too much of it but oh my god that was so funny yeah he put some hair on him and then he was like here's some stew pops <laughs> and then he walked on it he's like hmm huh i don't know do you, do you smell like him mm, that's that that's some boy smell okay i'll give you the blessing <laughs> my my son what big hairy hands you have all the better to cook stew with my father. Wow, son, what uncharacteristically feminine voice you have. Wow, my son, what nothing of Jacob B you are. <laughs> anyway, so, here's the blessing. Anyways, so, uh, before we get into the episode, I got a little bit of bookkeeping for the listeners I want to give. Uh, number one, we're going to start adding links of information we reference in the description. And we're also going to put more specific uh, content warnings before each episode to help people uh, pick and choose which episodes they want to listen to. Uh, so, specifically for this one, uh, I think the only one I found was incest. So get ready for that as we jump in. You ready, one? If you're averse to it, listen away. Well, I'm saying go away. <laughs> if you're Alabaman, welcome. I was about to say, I don't know who's not of. <laughs> But but I get, but that makes sense. So, so all that stuff happened in the episode, and now Jacob is preparing to flee. He just tricked his father into blessing him instead of his uh, brother. Uh, Isaac was literally shaking and pissing himself, 
because he was so fucking distraught at what had happened. We're about to see him freak out on Jacob. Let's get into it. Then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him. You shall not marry one of the Canaanite women. Go at once to Padamaran, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take his wife from there, one of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and numerous, that you may become a company of peoples. May he give you the blessing of Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> fucking abraham more like (laughs) may he give you the blessing of abraham to you and to your offspring with you so that you may take possession of the land where you now live as an alien land that god gave abraham thus isaac sent jacob away he went to padan aram to laban son of bethuel of the aramean the brother of rebecca jacob's and esau's mother you know it's all it's all water under the well so to speak all of that, all that, all that stuff about uh, stealing a blessing. All right, son, you may have tricked me, lied to me, and and uh, made your brother really mad at you. But let me tell you how to get some bitches. <laughs> as long as you don't wear, <laughs> marry one of those Canaanite women. <laughs> on one hand, my one son's a real piece of shit. On the other hand, uh, my other son married into a race that I don't like. So. <laughs> So who's to say, really, which son's the bad son? <laughs> so, no, I think the Bible did a really good job of reminding us who uh, Laban is. He's Jacob's uncle, his mom's dad. He, he's the dude the lazy servant spent that evening with, where he retold his story right after the Bible told us his story. <laughs> so, you know, you might think that Esau's going to, uh, you know, hear about this and be like, damn it. Maybe I gotta go search for him. I, I guess maybe I uh, I lost my window. But either way, he I feel like he's gonna feel something after this, right? Some sort of regret or any sort of human emotion. Yeah, he's gonna feel things, certainly, right? Now Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padamaran to take a wife from there. And that as he blessed him, he charged him, You shall not marry one of the Canaanite women. And that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and gone to Padamaran. Again, it just told us what it just told us. Yeah. So when Esau saw that the Canaanite women did not please his father Isaac, Esau went to Ishmael and took Mahalath, daughter of Abraham's son Ishmael and sister of Nebaioth, to be his wife in addition to the wives he had. That That's his immediate reaction. Fucking... Wait, so Esau went to go grab a Canaanite. Or... No, not a Canaanite. Uh, his 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 cousin. Oh, of course, the classic yeah. move. Yeah, the classic move. But yeah, I do love he, this he... though. It has again, it radiates all about my energy. Shit, my dad's racist. Guess I have permission to go marry my cousin. I guess I gotta marry my cousin instead of a person with sufficient genetic difference from me. <laughs> so now Jacob's off. He's he's off into his own little journey and we're gonna follow that journey for let's see literally the rest of the episode i swear to god if jacob's story is just abraham's story 3.0 i'm gonna throw a fit (laughs) no don't worry this one's got a little bit of difference i i I promise (laughs) a good amount of difference actually so jacob left beersheba and went toward haran he came to a certain place and stayed there for the night because the sun had set taking one of the stones of the place 
He put it under his head and lay down in that place. Thanks for the sentence structure, Bible. And he dreamed that there was a stairway to set. And he's dreaming up a stairway to heaven. Put his head on a rock (laughs) and his feet in his socks. And he saw the stairway to heaven. And he dreamed that there was a stairway set up on the earth, the top of it reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And the Lord stood beside him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and to your offspring. And your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) It won't stick! And you shall spread abroad to the west, into the east, into the north, into the south. And all the families of the earth shall be blessed in you and in your offspring. Okay, at least he improved the the pitch now. It's actually kind of a cool (laughs) pitch now. He does it a little differently, but he is just the first nomad he he looks upon that like that has that pure bloodline <laughs> he took notes like he, he told it to uh he told it to isaac and isaac didn't look too impressed he's like i'm gonna need to work on it oh just watch how jacob reacts he had a whole presentation for it this time yeah no he i mean he's been given the spiel the whole time i feel like he's just been constantly presenting and re-presenting and re-presenting I mean, this isn't even, like, as impressive a vision as the, as the fucking, as Abraham's fever dream, you know? I feel like this is, he isn't even on his A-game today. But, but, but like, he had, he had to do, like, stupid shit with Abraham, because Abraham already saw God, like, plenty of times. He walked with God. He drank, yeah. Like, this is a newcomer, he can kind of, he can kind of tone it down a bit. But, like, just not too much where he isn't impressed. Yeah, yeah, he's, you gotta ease him into it. Yeah, exactly. You start with somebody with something light, and then, you know, you go from there, or else you overwhelm them. Yeah. He might end up like uh, the other girl who just wanted to cry and kill herself afterwards. Ah, shit, I forget her name. Oh, uh, Hagar. Hagar, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that was a bad vibe. (laughs) It's like, okay, no, not again. While we're pausing to talk, you might recognize the, uh, the phrase Jacob's Ladder. No. Oh, well, there's like a movie called it. That's what this is. But it, the only two translations this version gives are stairway or ramp for that phrase. But I've seen, I'm like 90% sure I've seen ladder there. These are all different things. How are they confused with each other? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know Hebrew. Jacob's stairway sounds like a hell of a lot more impressive and like of importance than a ladder. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just a ladder. Jacob's ladder. Whoa. I like to imagine the, the angels climbing up and down. And, like, bumping into each other and, like, looking up each other's fucking robes. <laughs> no, better yet, it's, like, the scene from Metal Gear Solid 2 where you're just climbing up a ladder for, like, five minutes. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. That's how long it takes. I'm Psychomantis. Is there, like, dialogue or anything? No. It's a <laughs> long ladder. It's just a really long ladder. <laughs> That's great. (laughs) Know that I am with you, and will keep you wherever you go, and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised. That almost sounds like a threat. Then Jacob woke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! There is none other than the house of God. 
and this is the gate to heaven. You ain't in so, Armenia. I know, right? You haven't even seen the fucking flaming laser sword angel. You haven't seen the mad cherub yet. <laughs> you haven't seen... I'll tell you what, you haven't seen a gate to heaven until you've seen an angry cherub with the big old flame sword. Man, back in my day, we used to ride around a pickup truck all around it and tempt the damn thing. <laughs> Never once did the motherfucker hit me. We'd get some. We get in our technicals, throw him some lead. <laughs> Beast of a man. <laughs> so Jacob rose in the morning, and he took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up for a pillar and poured oil on it, and poured oil on the top of it. He called the place Bethel, but the name of the city was Luz at the first. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone, which I have set up for a pillar, shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely give one-tenth to you. Wow. Guy just put up a whole show for this guy. He's like, I'm going to put a stone up in his honor. I guess that was most of human history anyways. He's just like, mm, I'll put a stone up, and like, if I come back, then I'll give you like a tenth of what I got deal but you know what i respect the uh, haggle here i respect the grind set yeah you know that meme with the guy with like the really cartoonishly long face it's like i receive sloppy toppy you get nothing oh yeah <laughs> this is him <laughs> this is the trade deal <laughs> i receive descendants as multitudinous as the dust of the earth you receive a tenth, tenth of what i got in a rock jacob part of the deal He's slimy, but like, but like he's got a head on his shoulders. That's what he fucking did with it. He, he he's just been making fucking advantageous trade deals left and right. I receive the blessing of our father. You receive nothing. Well, it just goes to show that no matter how like whatever mystical being that with like almighty powers they are, our true god is the prophet motive. <laughs> That's that's what Genesis has been giving me so far. That's what I've been learning. And oh boy, is it right on that? But you know what? That respect. I yeah. I can respect hustling God out of nine tenth of the value. <laughs> what if I could? All right, that's risky business. Will it pay off? <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Then Jacob went on his journey and came to the land of the people of the east. As he looked. He saw a well in the field, and three flocks of sheep lying there beside it. For out of that well the flocks were watered. The stone on the well's mouth was large, and when all the flocks were gathered there, the shepherds would roll the stone from the mouth of the well and water the sheep, and put the stone back in its place on the mouth of the well. Wells reminds me of Dad, I assume Jacob was thinking. Jacob said to them, My brothers, where do you come from? They said, We are from Haran. He said to them, do you know Laban, son of Nahor? They said, we do. He said to them, is it well with him? Yes, they replied. Ha, <laughs> 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 what a sneeze slapper. Yeah, what a, what, a, what a classic interaction between real humans. Is it well with him? It's uh, like, ha get it? You, you guys see? And then they just like, didn't acknowledge it and moved on in the conversation. What a weird fellow that Jacob was. What a weird dude. 
Yes, they replied. And here is his daughter, Rachel, coming with the sheep. He said, Look, it is still broad daylight. It is not time for the animals to be gathered together. Water the sheep and go pasture them. But they said, We cannot until all the flocks are gathered together, and the stone is rolled from the mouth of the well. Then we water the sheep. While he was still speaking to them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. Now when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of his mother's brother Laban, thanks for pointing out that, the Bible, and the sheep of his mother's brother Laban, Jacob went up and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of his mother's brother Laban. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and wept aloud. And Jacob told, and Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's kinsman and that he was Rebekah's son. And she ran and told her father. <laughs> Which is just fucking emotional whiplash. Kisses you, cries, says he's your cousin, says he wants to marry you. The fault in our sheep, I guess. The fault in our sheep. And then they die of cancer. Oops. It's, <laughs> no, that's exactly what I would do. I would run and tell my father. <laughs> it's like, Dad, Dad, you won't believe what just happened. Kill him. Oh, we're about to see Laban's reaction. You ready? <laughs> I can tell you're ready based on your... your <laughs> my grunts? Your, your sad grunt, yeah. <laughs> you're sad and disappointed and fearful of the future grunt. Fun fact, that's just how I walk around. <laughs> <laughs> that that's your stance every day yeah if you see me walking down the street i'm just like uh, 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 god damn it sound like alex jones for a sec there <laughs> i am his body type so there you go <laughs> don't do yourself like that one <laughs> yeah you're right i actually do some exercise from here now he's been having a rough time since the lawsuit i think not to body shame, there's a lot more to hate Alex Jones about. Not body shaming him, I'm just saying, there's a physical resemblance there. We're both shaped like eggs, I guess. But... <laughs> <laughs> like some, some really ovular eggs, but still nonetheless. I don't know if this will make the podcast, but like, have you seen that clip of him, uh, like, yelling at, like, some restaurant employee and, like, being filmed? No, not a restaurant employee. <laughs> I, I think I want to say I saw that on like r slash what the fuck. No, but ha, but but did you uh, see his fucking freak out at court just like the other day? Because um, he went to court again for the same thing, and mm. again he defaulted on the original case because he didn't uh-huh. want to turn evidence in. And uh, again, he's in court. I know they got him on perjury not too long ago. <laughs> Is that it? The, the, the really fam- yeah, the really famous one that everybody knows happened like a few weeks ago. But there was mm-hmm. another one that just happened this week. Mm-hmm. And the the lawyer was getting him for uh, targeting, you know, the, the the parents of the victims of Sandy Hook. Yeah. And then he went, like, full mask off in front of everybody. I did that because the globalists, blah, 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 blah. He just made the jury not like you. Did he just, like, admit to it? <laughs> no, he just, like, started blaming shit on, like, shit that has no relevance to... Because they're trying... Because, like, they're talking about, uh, like, the emotional impact... Of the families from Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, well, the global elite did this and the liberals and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, trying to do one of his sticks in court. Mm-hmm. Where does he live again? Like, Austin, Dallas? That's not going to fly with the jury. He lives in Austin, t- Dallas, but this this lawsuit took place somewhere else. 
so it's even gotta fly a lot less. Just watch it. It's like I don't like using the word cringe because I feel like using the word cringe is cringy in and of itself. But yeah, it definitely was cringe, like in the most serious sense of the word. Mm. If you're a conspiracy psychopath, don't go like full out in front of a judge. <laughs> yeah, that's not the right call. All right. Back to the Bible. So Rachel uh, was kissed by Jacob, and then... Uh, in the most incelish manner possible. Yeah, he, he's just doing some incel shit. And then uh, and then Rebecca get, runs and tells her father, Laban. And Laban responds thusly. When Laban heard the news about his sister's son, Jacob, he ran to meet him. He embraced him and kissed him and brought him, <laughs> and brought him to his house. <laughs> Jacob told Laban all these things. Thank God he didn't just summarize. He didn't spend like three paragraphs summarizing the last five paragraphs. And Laban said to him, surely you are my bone and my flesh. And he stayed with him a month. Oh, for a second there I read that as he stayed with him in mouth. I'm like, damn, he really is his fucking bone then. <laughs> no, yeah, he, 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 do, he, still, he still does have incel energy and he's just crashing on his couch for a month. One of these guys has incel energy. Every one of these guys. I think everyone. Well, this is the origin of that type of behavior, obviously. Yeah, but. if it weren't for fucking the patriarchy being so strong, none of these. It, it's one of those things where it's like, where it's like na- nowadays a woman has to actually like you, to to marry you, and that wasn't the case back then. <laughs> no, yeah, obviously. But I just love the energy in which Lavin comes out, Laban, whatever. He just comes out. He's like, yes, somebody is just as weird as me. They just Finally. have, like, a bromance going on. <laughs> oh, but how that bromance will turn sour, as we will see. Oh, no. Then Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my kinsman, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what shall your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was graceful and beautiful. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> It's a very well? good question. I researched a little bit. I didn't find anything conclusive. Uh, the, the the footnote says meaning of Hebrew uncertain, and I too am uncertain. I like to think that either he sensed fucking weakness in her eyes, or uh, she's just like nearsighted. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's go with nearsighted. This is the only <laughs> thing that makes sense to me, because... What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Jacob loved Rachel, so he said... I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to any other man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of his love for her. Seems like a good arrangement. It seems like these two guys, uh, you know, are pretty similar. They like each other. Uh, Hope no one pulls a sneaky on anyone else. And then they proceed to pull a sneaky. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, that I may go into her, for my time is complete. So, okay. <laughs> I, I, I know this is all translated, but it's so awkward. It's so awkward. <laughs> my madam, may I please like, go into you? Based on my notes here, I don't think that's the only uh, weird sentence here. So Laban gathered together all the people of the place and made a feast. But in the evening, he took his daughter, Leah, and brought her to Jacob, and he went into her. Laban gave his maid, Zilpah, to his daughter, Leah, to be her maid. 
when morning came, it was Leia. <laughs> Literally with an exclamation point. And Jacob said to Laban, What is this that you have done to me? Did I not serve with you for Rachel? Why then have you deceived me? Laban said, It is not done in our country, giving the younger before the firstborn. Complete the week of this one, and we will give you the other also in return for serving me another seven years. Jacob did so and completed her week. Then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel as a wife. Laban gave his maid Bilhah to his daughter Rachel to be her maid. So Jacob went into Rachel also, and he loved Rachel more than Leah. He served Laban for another seven years. This is, wow. (laughs) But it was Leah. (laughs) When morning came, it was Leah. (laughs) The the exclamation mark is so fucking comical. If you're not reading this, you have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Give me my wife that I may go into her. For my time is complete. Like, this is just fucking aliens. It's hard to believe humans wrote this shit. <laughs> the ancient world is just another world, if you will. I fucking love, I just fucking love that Jacob's like, Ah, yeah, sure, I'll stay here for another seven years. I mean, I'll probably live to be like 150, because God can't complete a word of his shit. Because <laughs> God can't be fucking consistent for a minute here. <laughs> What's 14 years out of 150, and I get two wives? Deal. <laughs> given to me as though they were like payments on a car yeah right he's fucking working in installments to to to, to purchase them also is there any importance as to why they tell us who their maids are uh it'll get to that okay a little footnote from me uh a week is sometimes used in the bible to mean like seven years oh okay because like seven you know four um, score and a week ago yeah exactly so, also it was a little unclear to me, but he's married to both of them now, and he's going to pay off Rachel in uh, over the next seven years, but Leia, he, he paid for up front. That is some sleaziness right there. <laughs> yeah, right? Jacob's fucking met his match in, like, a sleazy person. Yo, no wonder it. they fucking got along at first sight. Yeah, right? It's like Mr. Krabs met the guy from Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> <laughs> they became best Watto. pals. Yeah, Watto. Literally, my grandfather. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> he just sounds a lot like him. Oh. All right. Up next, sex. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb. <laughs> <laughs> but Rachel was barren. Oh, <laughs> God. Leah conceived and bore a son, and she named him Reuben, for she said, Because the Lord has looked on my affliction... Surely now my husband will love me. She conceived again and bore a son and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am hated, he has given me this son also. And she named him Simeon. Again she conceived and bore a son and said, Now this time my husband will be joined to me, because I have borne him three sons, Ah, Therefore he was named Levi, of course. She conceived again and bore a son and said, This time I will praise the Lord. Therefore she named him Judah. And then she ceased bearing. Before I say anything else, what do these names mean? Please tell me they're puns. They are exactly puns. You're 100% (laughs) correct. I didn't check with, like, the modern Hebrew, but, like, the footnotes are telling me I'm just gonna take their note for it, at least for, like, 
you know, reading the book in the context of like what it wants to be. Uh, Reuben corresponds to a son. Simeon corresponds to herd. Levite corresponds to joined and Judah corresponds to praise. So I think I know why Jacob uh, doesn't like her now. I fucking love that with this family, like it just gets progressively and progressively easier to get children. <laughs> kind of like yeah again I, mean, I i reference everything to dragon ball but it took like a whole show and two sagas for goku to become a super saiyan it only took one saga for gohan to become a super saiyan and it took like a tense tra- ten- temper tantrum for his third son to become a super saiyan then afterwards super saiyans just started popping all over the place yeah now it's the same thing here with kids now it's the same with kids you can't make a <laughs> you can't make a fucking nation without opening some wombs, Juan. Uh, you know what they say, it takes a womb and a few uh, puns to make a nation. It takes a village of wives, which we're about to get to, I think. It takes a couple of weeks to make as many kids as there are particles on this town, I guess. Yeah, no, and Jacob is about to fuck the whole village. When Rachel saw that she bore Jacob... Oh, well, you're going to tell me anyways. (laughs) When Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, she envied her sister and said to Jacob, Give me children or I shall die. Jacob became very (laughs) angry. Jacob became very angry with Rachel and said, Am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? (laughs) (laughs) Then she said, Here is my maid Bilhah. Go into her, that she may bear upon my knees, and that that she may bear upon my knees, and that I too may have children through her. So she gave him her maid Bilhah as his wife, and Jacob went into her. And Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has judged me, and has also heard my voice, and given me a son. Therefore she named him Dan. Damn, finally a normal name. <laughs> Just good old-fashioned Dan. I do. I hope this doesn't come out to be another pun. Rachel's maid Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then J- Rachel said, With mighty wrestlings, ha- I have wrestled with my sister and have prevailed. So she named him Neftali. Bitch, what do you mean you prevail? You're like 2 to 10. <laughs> when Leah saw that she had ceased bearing children... She took her maid Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Then Leah's maid Zilpah bore Jacob a son, and Leah said, Good fortune. So she named him Gad. Oh, that's sad. Leah's maid Zilpah bore Jacob a second son, and Leah said, Happy am I, for the woman will call me happy. So she named him Asher. <laughs> yes, these are all puns. <laughs> it's fucking mob jokes in this, in, in the Bible. Biblic- if, if we're speaking biblically, the mom should be making the puns. I'm sorry, but th- some, some prehistoric Andrew Tate wrote this shit. <laughs> He's like, yeah, back from where I'm from, I had two wives, and then I was so good at what I did that they gave me their maids. <laughs> the woman just jumped on me. They all jumped on me in my Bugatti. <laughs> Does and then I had like, like 20 songs. I don't know, he's like half British, so I don't know, whatever. 
I don't need to respect his, his <laughs> no, accent. No need to respect the English in general. Not with current events unfolding. But yeah, this is, yeah. Some, this is some hardcore incest fantasy. I don't think there's ever a time when current when events are unfolding that you need to respect the English. Actually, sorry, uh, sorry to go right back to that. No, when, whenever the the British invasion, I, I respect the British. The uh, the the rise of the 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 Manchester punk scene, you know where uh, Joy Division and all those bands are from. I respect the British. Uh, okay, excluding when, Northerners. Whenever whenever <laughs> Muse uh, was doing like their their like good albums. Yeah, I'll give you that. We need not be so hard on the Northerners. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you <too>? Nah, fuck uh, <laughs> In the days of wheat harvest, Reuben went... <laughs> <laughs> Not the days of wheat harvest. <laughs> is it talking you know, about the season? They, I hope it's. I like, think he's talking about the season. Okay, I thought I meant like back when we used to harvest wheat. It's like you know, fucking August or whatever. Okay, <laughs> that that was all of history, including now. It was like was the days when you harvested wheat. Like we're still harvesting wheat. <laughs> in the days of wheat harvest, Reuben went and found mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother Leia. Then Rachel said to Leia. Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But Leia said to her, Is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? <laughs> First of all, what's a mandrake? Petty as fuck. Uh, it's like a root vegetable. Uh, I, I think it kind of looks like a little guy. I don't know, Google picture. Anyways, Rachel said, Then he may lie with you tonight for your son's mandrakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love this. <laughs> people just be when, giving away like the most importance of stuff with like such implications for such trite stuff yeah, yeah like fucking it's like hmm like with jacob it was like give me give me your uh your whole birthright for some soup <laughs> and now it's like i'll give you my husband for s- some roots yeah she she's literally prostituting jacob out which like i don't hate <laughs> it's 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 what it, this could be kinky, I don't know. <laughs> when Jacob came from the field in the evening, Leia went out to meet him and said, You must come in to me, for I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm laughing too much, but every line in this paragraph is golden. Yeah, dude, this is <laughs> this is this is some of the best Genesis that we've had so far. <laughs> is this is the, is in this episode? This is some of the best shit. <laughs> we need to like recreate this chapter, but like in in, in a skit Tim and Eric style. This would be great. <laughs> nobody would understand it because like nobody fucking reads this book apparently. But. <laughs> you must come into me, for I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. <laughs> Which, by the way, for the for the listener, is exactly how the every script would sound if uh, Juan didn't edit. <laughs> so, so he lay with her that night, and God heeded Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Leah said, "God has given me my hire because I gave my maid to my husband." So she named him Issachar. And Leah conceived again, 
and she bore Jacob a sixth son. And then Leah said, God has endowed me with a good gift. Now my husband will honor me, because I have borne him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. Afterwards, she bore a daughter and named her Dinah. (laughs) Then God remembered Rachel, and God heeded her and opened her womb. She conceived and bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. And she named him Joseph, saying, May the Lord add to me another son. Dude, there's just kids popping left and right out in this fucking field. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they sure are. Uh... (laughs) There's, like, a, a pile of, like, 20 kids, like, playing in a circle, throwing the ball around or something. And then one's about to catch a ball, but then, like, another kid pops out the window, and somebody catches it, and they're like, Brothers! <laughs> sisters! We got another one! Yeah! It's like that bit in, uh, The Meaning of Life, Money Python, where just, like... <laughs> where, like, the kid just, like, pops out of the mother, and she's like, Oh, dear. Could you take care of that little dream? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like how dinah comes and goes without any pun or like any fanfare it's sign of the times soon enough they're gonna have to start hurting these fucking kids like they're gonna have to take him to that fucking well and, and then teach him how to collectively lift up that stone so they can fucking water themselves if it's anything like isaac and uh abraham they probably put it on the pile of, they just probably just put them on the pile of humans that they own they probably already do have a herd of just humans. Who's teaching like a fucking kids? space race of having children. Who's teaching <laughs> these said? kids? Like, they're, they're probably Bro, better acquainted with the shit than they are their parents. It's fucking 1500 BC. They, prob- they, they don't learn. <laughs> what is there to learn? <laughs> well, apparently nothing, because, like, right immediately after, like, growing up, all they do is have kids with the same guy, right? <laughs> guy and each of them is probably like and they can only tell them apart based on whatever genetic mutation they each have he's <laughs> like fucking wobble dogs out here <laughs> <laughs> like they don't even know that one's called Sibulan cause like he has like a really like terrible chin strap and then they don't even remember the other one's called <laughs> Ruben cause like he has like spots on his hair fucking judah develops wings also to address the elephant in the room for those listeners who know the context of all of this uh those kids names are the names of the tribes of israel later i won't say they're the descendants of the tribes of israel because like none of these people existed but like they're the mythical sort of ancestors that spawned these tribes yeah it's there, there's so many fucking kids of them. They're gonna start forming their own little cliques, and like going all <laughs> Lord of the Flies on each other. But <laughs> you're gonna say they're gonna unionize? I don't think they understand the concept yet. True. Yeah, they they probably don't. I mean, fucking Abraham and Isaac would have been in trouble. You gotta unionize for better wages. What the fuck's a wage? What you mean, a wife? Work for seven years, get a wife, that kind of wage. <laughs> you mean if we all work together, we can get that wife a lot sooner? <laughs> and then they all share it in the means of reproduction. They fucking nationalize wives. I mean, aren't they already? <laughs> <laughs> Not nationalized, more like localized within the family, I guess. 
this this book is a disaster. So, no more babies. Uh, back to the plot. You ready? Uh, yeah. <laughs> when Rachel had born Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me away, that I may go to my own home and country. Give me my wives and my children, for whom I have served you. And let me go, for you know very well that service I have given you. But Laban said to him, If you will allow me to say so, I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. Name your wages, and I will give it. Jacob said to him, You yourself know that I have served you, and how your livestock have fared with me. For you had little before I came, and it has increased abundantly, and the Lord has blessed you wherever I have turned. But now when shall I provide for my own household also? He said, What shall I give you? Jacob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this for me, I will again feed your flock and keep it. Let me pass through all your flock today, removing from it every speckled and spotted sheep, and every black lamb, and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and such shall be my wages. So my honesty will answer for me later, when you come to look into my wages with you. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and black among the lambs, if found with me, shall be counted stolen. Laban said, Good, let it be as you have said. But that day Laban removed the male goats that were striped and spotted, and all the female goats that were speckled and spotted, every one that had white on it, and every lamb that was black, every one that had white on it, and every lamb that was black, and put them in charge of his sons. And he set a distance of three days' journey between himself and Jacob, while Jacob was pasturing the rest of Laban's flock. So, ah, he's a sneaky guy. He's like, oh, give me all the all the speckled and striped and spotted and lambs. And Laban's like, yeah, I'll give you that. Psst. Hey. Get all, get all the lambs of color out of here. You've got to segregate them. <laughs> he segregated his flock so that uh, Jacob would come back and just only see an ethnostate. And he'd be like, damn, I get no wages. And just a couple of sneaky guys. But Jacob's going to do something sneaky right back to him. In my head, it was Jacob's like, yeah, give me all your misshapen like sheep and goats so it can match my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Not misshapen. They just have spots on him like, like that one son. <laughs> So Jacob's about to to do a sneaky. Wait, so so, so what's the point of that? Just because Jacob wanted to be like, you know, if you're gonna pay me wages, like, well, well, I'm I'm gonna go easy on you. Just give me like all like the, well, literally the black sheep of your flock. I think he's missed them, and I I can use them. I think he's trying to transfer from renting to owning, trying to start a flock of his own instead of getting paid wages. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He he wants some of those goats, but he's like negotiating. It's like keep me the shitty ones. Yeah, that's and, all I need. And it's also a thing of hey, I'm not stealing from your flock because all of mine are the ones with little splotches on them. So you can tell which ones I took. Yeah, like my son. <laughs> so far, this is has this has been like the most reasonable thing fucking said in all the Bible. <laughs> of just but. you wait. It's gonna it's gonna be uh, reasonable from here for sure. There are reasons involved, yes. Oh, there's a reason for this. Then Jacob took fresh rods of poplar and almond and plain and peeled white streaks in them, exposing the white of the rods. He set the rods that he had peeled in front of the flocks in the troughs, that is, the watering places, 
where the flocks came to drink. And since they bred when they came to drink, the flocks bred in front of the rods, and so the flocks produced young that were striped, speckled, and spotted. Jacob separated the lambs, and set the faces of the flocks toward the striped and completely black animals in the flock of Laban. And he put his own droves apart, and did not put them with Laban's flock. Whenever the stronger of the flock were breeding, Jacob laid the rods in the troughs before the eyes of the flock, that they might breed among the rods. But for the feebler of the flock, he did not lay them there, so the feebler of Laban's and the stronger of Jacob's. So the feebler were Laban's, and the stronger were Jacob's. Thus the man grew exceedingly rich, and had flocks and male and female slaves, and camels and donkeys. Yo, they're just re- reversing each other. Yeah, that was a fucking bait and switch for me, though. Like, to, to my modern eye, because I thought he was like, oh, he's gonna, like, he's gonna fucking, like, paint them. He's gonna put speckles on them. But, like, it turns out he did some, like... Genetic engineering? Pseudoscience. Yeah, he did just, like, ancient pseudoscience. He, he fucking used, he put fucking essential oils on them so that they would... <laughs> so that they would, uh, make speckled and spotted children. This is the this is the wobble dogs episode, man. There's a there's a line from Helsing a Bridge that always gets me. And it's when the Nazis are talking to each other and one of them's like, Oh I'm sorry oh, shit, how do I do a German voice? I'm not even gonna do it. But one of them's like, Oh I'm sorry, Commander, they figure out our plan and the other one's like, Ah, but don't worry, that was the plan. Now we gotta plan around the plan that they're planning to plan around our plan, so we plan around that plan. And this is it. This is that. They're 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 fucking one upping each other. They're fu- they're they're they're. It's spy versus spy out here. <laughs> this is really fun. <laughs> Instead Do we of- get to see Waddle and Mister Krabs fight each other. <laughs> Do we get to see the conclusion where Mister Krabs goes ultra instinct on Waddle? <laughs> <laughs> I hope we do. That'll be fun. Now Jacob heard that the sons of Laban were saying, "Jacob has taken all that was our father's." He has gained all this wealth from what belonged to our father. And Jacob saw that Laban did not regard him as favorably as he did before. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your ancestors and to your kindred, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah into the field where his flock was, and said to them, I see that your father does not regard me as favorably as he did before. But the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all my strength, yet your father has cheated me and changed my wages ten times, but God did not permit him to harm me. If he said, The speckled shall be your wages, then all the flock bore speckled, and if he said, The striped shall be your wages, then all the flock bore striped. Thus God has taken away the livestock of your father and given them to me. Thanks for the recap there, Jake. During the mating of the flock, I once had a dream in which I looked up and saw that the male goats that leapt from the flock were speckled, striped, and mottled. Then the angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob, and I said, Here I am. (laughs) And he said, Look up and see that all the goats that leap on the flock are striped, speckled, and mottled. For I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar and made a vow to me. Now leave this land at once, and return to the land of your birth. Then Rachel and Leah answered him, Is there any portion or inheritance left to us in our father's house? Are we not regarded by him as foreigners? For he has sold us, and he has been using up the money given for us. 
All the property that God has taken away from our Father belongs to us and to our children. Now then, do whatever God has said to you. Couple of girl bosses here. That's what I say. There's a whole world of conflict and war and disasters going on right now. But God comes to earth to uh, settle some wage dispute between (laughs) two sleazy guys. All because (laughs) Jacob just put a stone somewhere out in the middle of the desert. I, all I'm saying is that the original union was uh, was 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 God the Father. That, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm a traditional patriot, and uh, I just think that you should pray instead of strike. <laughs> but but again, this just it just keeps reading to me like some like ancient grind set in cell fan fiction. <laughs> like there's really like yeah, I get laid all the fucking time. And I sell, I buy low, sell high. <laughs> Bro, they, they. What you do is has... get all the weird NFTs. <laughs> and then you sell them later. The thing is, he has this one weird trick that Lab- and Laban hates him for it. And that is the power of God Almighty. <laughs> if somebody swiveled me out of my shekels with God, I'd be pretty mad. <laughs> <laughs> my shekels, my beautiful shekels. <laughs> Thus, the incident has been incited, and our protagonists are off. So Jacob arose, and set his children and his wives on camels. And he drove away all his livestock, all the property that he had gained, the livestock in his possession that he had acquired in Padam Aram, the livestock in his possession that he had acquired in Padam Aram, to go to his father, Isaac, in the land of Canaan. That guy is still fucking alive. That guy is still fucking alive. I thought he was on his deathbed already. He lived for 14 more years. <laughs> now Laban had gone to shear his sheep, and Rachel stole her father's household gods. And Jacob deceived Laban the Aramean, in that he did not tell him that he intended to flee. So he fled with all that he had. Starting out, he crossed the Euphrates and set his face toward the hill country of Gilead. A little bit of context. Uh, the household, household gods were a thing in the ancient world. It was basically like a god that you put on your mantle. There were a couple of flavors, one of which is like Hera, for example, the goddess of the hearth in Greek mythology. It was both like, you know, there would be a household god, you know, a god of the household or whatever, but there would also be like, it was also like a genre of god, where it's like, it, kind of like a guardian angel, but for your house. It was just like the go- the gods of your house who, who, who sort of like protected your home and looked after you. So Rachel took, you know, the statues representing uh these gods and uh yoinked them damn she stole the live laugh love sign (laughs) 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 she (laughs) she fucking took she 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 saw the fucking this house is a home uh (laughs) sign (laughs) hanging up on laban's uh you know, over Laban's kitchen, and just like, Yoink. Mm, might need this. <laughs> Better to have it than to not have it. <laughs> Laban's like, no. <laughs> how will they know how warm and welcoming my house is? Now everybody will think I'm a cold-hearted <laughs> dude. No. <laughs> how will they know how quirky I am? 
<laughs> no one's gonna know. Or I, or I guess more accurately, they stole the weekend of Guadalupe from his house. <laughs> stole the little, yeah, stole the little Virgin Mary's candle. Stole the rosary the Pope had blessed. <laughs> Shit, that's like exactly it, though. No, my candle stole. No. Yeah, she stole the fucking candles. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking funny. Wait, so you're telling me like. Jacob lived with this guy for 14 years, worked with him. He never bothered to spread the word of God to him? I mean, I mean, in real life during this point, or first of all, like, monotheism doesn't even exist for the people living in Canaan who would later become Jews and the Israelites. Basically, the idea that, like, the Israelites for their whole time were, like, a group of people who was monotheistic and worshipped God and God only... Uh, that's uh, not true. Into the historical period, the Bible actually accurately covers. Uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, gods worshipped alongside uh, Yahweh. But yeah, um, I mean, Laban seems to like acknowledge the existence of God, but he also has this household god. And like during the period where these stories were told orally, and then like even into the time when they were compiled, household gods were very possibly a thing that like a lot of the readers of the stories would have so this book basically meant to spread the word of the one true god in it still the other gods still reside in it as though they oh never mind i, I guess what i i understand i guess i understand what's going on here there are definitely and we'll probably get into more i mean like the fucking nephilim are a uh in bits in genesis where like it's gods instead of god and like the sons of god and stuff Polytheism is just gonna keep showing up, peeking in. I, I'm almost certain this will not be the last time that like other gods are mentioned. References to polytheism poke their head in. By the way, I've got a Wikipedia. I'm gonna put a Wikipedia link in the uh, description for anyone who wants to read up a little more on household gods. On the third day, Laban was told that Jacob had fled, so he took his kinsfolk with him and pursued him for seven days until he caught up with him in the hill country of Gilead. But God came to Laban the Aramean in a dream by night, and said to him, Take heed that you not say a word to Jacob, either good or bad. Laban overtook Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country, and Laban with his kinsfolk camped in the hill country of Gilead. Laban said to Jacob, What have you done? You have deceived me, and carried away my daughters like captives of the sword. Why did you flee secretly and deceive me and not tell me? I would have sent you away with mirth and song with tambourine and lyre. And why did you not permit me to kiss my sons and my daughters farewell? What you have done is foolish. It is in my power to do you harm. But the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Take heed that you speak to Jacob neither good nor bad. Even though you had to go because you longed greatly for your father's house, why did you steal my gods? Jacob answered Laban, Because I was afraid, for I thought that you would take your daughters from me by force. But anyone with whom you find your gods shall not live. In the presence of our kinsfolk, point out what I have that is yours, and take it. Now Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen the gods. It sounds like Jacob, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like Laban said a lot of words to Jacob, but like, okay. And maybe he has to just, just have to say neutral words. That did not sound of neutrality. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I can kill you. <laughs> Which is neither good or bad. 
That's not good. That's not bad. I'm just saying it's a fact. I could possibly bludgeon you to death. That is a fact that I could do that. I could neutrally destroy you and everything you love and everything that you've built in your whole life. Look, I'm not threatening you. I'm just saying I could. All I'm saying is that (laughs) I I could fucking destroy you. I could could fucking destroy you is all I'm saying. It's not a threat. Just saying. So Laban went into Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent and into the tent of the two maids, but he did not find them household gods that is and he went out of leah's tent and entered rachel's now rachel had taken the household gods and put them in the camel's saddle and sat on them laban felt all about in the tent but could not find them and she said to her father let my lord not be angry that i could not rise before you for the way of the woman is upon me so he searched about but did not find the household gods it's it's more suspicious when you have said something instead of you just shut, shut up could be a cultural thing of, like, you're supposed to rise. Oh, yeah, that's or true. Or whatever, but, like... I'm sorry, but my leg hurts. Either way. Yeah, sorry my leg hurts, not sorry I'm on my period. Oh, that's what that means. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the way of women. Rachel said, don't touch me, I'm on my period. And Laban, Laban said, gross. Uh, <laughs> later. Oh, yeah, that's right, women have those. So, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna keep looking. Uh, you know how it is with how you have to sit on your camel's saddle when you are on your period. And Laban's like, uh, sure. uh, yeah, I know that. Duh. Stupid. Why'd you have to mention it, dumbass? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, you know how it is when you're on your period and you sit on a saddle for the whole, like, time that it happens, for the whole multiple days. You know, you know, you know. And you can't stand up the whole time. I know all the women in my life have their own camels that they sit upon. You know, just for this occasion. No, not not the camel, mind just, you. Oh, just the saddle. The <laughs> just this. <laughs> it just laid it out on the floor. Yeah. Just in, in it, your it, tent. It, it, in my head, do. like, the camel was in the tent, and, like, her head is, like, sticking up on the tent. <laughs> She's what's supporting the tent. She's the she's the load bearing uh stick. <laughs> Not sorry that, but like in a gratuitous matter where like the tent is just over you. <laughs> you're trying you're trying to bring physics in, but like this guy literally just like cut into some elements and genetic engineering happening. <laughs> True. Then Jacob became angry and upbraided Laban. Jacob said to Laban, What is my offense? What is my sin that you have so hotly pursued me? Although you have felt about through all my goods, what have you found of all your household goods? Set it here before my kinsfolk and your kinsfolk, so that they may decide between the two of us. These twenty years I have been with you. Your ewes and your female goats have not miscarried, and I have not eaten the rams of your flock. That which was torn by wild beasts I did not bring to you. I bore the loss myself. Of my hand you required it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. It was like this with me. By day the heat consumed me, and the cold by night. And my sheep fled from my eyes. These twenty years I have been in your house. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your flock. And you have changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had not been on my side, surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed." God saw my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked you at last. 
I feel like this is like that scene from Half Baked where the, the dude quits his job and just like tells everyone, fuck you, fuck you. Like he's just like, he just won the lottery. So he's just like going off on Laban, on his shitty boss. I did all the fucking work around here. And this is how you repay me? By getting your filthy hands all over my stuff. Look at it, it's all over the floor. You know how long it's gonna take to pick all this shit up? Your hands are stinky, Laban. You got your stink all over my stuff. I can only order half my children to pick this all because the other half don't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> you can only you can only ask a quarter, actually, because the ha- half of the ones that have hands have to look after the rest of the kids. Oh, shit. Because he's not going to do it. <laughs> you know how long it's going to take me to pick up all this shit? Hours. <laughs> Fucking minutes, because I have slaves, and male and female donkeys, and male and female camels. But, like, it's the principle. <laughs> but, again, I like how God told him, don't say a word. And he went and said all the words. Oh, he's about to say more, you ready? Nobody listens to God in this fucking book! Again, <laughs> not that they should. But, like, nobody listens to him. <laughs> Granted, they aren't bad words, but they are good words. <laughs> And that's not good either. <laughs> and, that's, and that goes against his orders too. Then Laban answered and said to Jacob, The daughters are my daughters, the children are my children, the flocks are my flocks, and all that you see is mine. But what can I do today about these daughters of mine? Or Thank you, Jacob. about their children whom they have borne. Come now, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it bear witness between you and me. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. And Jacob said to his kinsfolk, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap, and they ate there by the heap. Jagar Sahadutha. But Jacob called it Galid. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. Laban said, this heap is a witness between you and me today. Therefore, he called it Galid. Thanks. And the pillar, Mizpah. For he said, The Lord watch between you and me. The Lord watch between you and me, when we are absent one from the other. If you ill-treat my daughters, or if you take wives in addition to my daughters, though no one else is with us, remember that God is witness between you and me. Ah, uh, boys, look here. Ah, uh, shit, that might be a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, it doesn't count, Juan. It's their slaves, so it's not adultery. If you have sex with their maids, with their slaves, then it's okay. 
because they're trying to arms race each other with the amount of children they can make. The arms race made them raise their legs to the air. <laughs> the arms race made them raise their arms and race straight to the top. You know? <laughs> I thought, to give context to the audience, there's a Kanye West remix of a Panic... No, of a Fall Out Boy song. And it's the best thing ever. I don't understand how it ever got through any publishing company, but it did. It's the best verse. <laughs> it's probably the best verse Kanye has ever written. <laughs> Kids, if you listen to that song and you just admire the, the talent in it, just know if you want to do the same thing, don't read books. <laughs> just do what your first instinct tells you. Yeah, I promise not to do that from here onwards. <laughs> from now on, I will not. So they, so they made sure in order to treat each other well that they uh, stacked some rocks. It'd be really funny if an Egyptian just passed by here, So what they were doing, is just like, pathetic. Just walks away. <laughs> it's like, you you call that Lame. a pile of stones? You haven't seen shit. It's because you only believe in one god. We got like 12. 12 times the stones. <laughs> then Laban said to Jacob, See this heap and see the pillar, which I have set between you and me. This heap is a witness, and the pillar is a witness. That I will not pass beyond this heap to you, and you will not pass beyond this heap and this pillar to me for harm. May the God of Abraham and the God of Nahor judge between us. So Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac, and Jacob offered a sacrifice on the height, and called his kinsfolk to eat bread. And they ate bread and tarried all night in the hill country. Early in the morning, Laban rose up and kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed them. Then he departed and returned home. Thus ends Jacob's time with Laban. But what about Esau? What about Isaac? What kind of wells has he been building? Well, Juan, we will find that out on the next episode of the Anarcho-Biblicalist Podcast. Juan, what did you think of this episode? Oh, this was fun. This was hella fun. <laughs> Just the, the sentence structure alone in this one was, was, was pretty great. <laughs> You know, back back then, still, before reading this book, I'm like, you know what? I'll respect this book because people believe in it. Now I'm like, you know what? I'll respect this book because it's fucking funny. It's funny as fuck. I liked giving you a little, here I am. <laughs> I wonder how many archaeologists have spent all their time, like, in the Israel-Palestine area trying to find that pillar. It's like, I gotta find a <laughs> fucking pile of stones! It might be... I I mean that that happens in like ancient stuff where like there there will be a pile of stone and then like the people around it will make up a story around it. It's like the cyclopses with uh the Mycenaean structures in Greece. Hey yo, somebody left a pile of stones and a pillow over there. You think they were trying to mark something? <laughs> no, you know what it was? Some giga chat of a guy named Jacob fucked a bunch of wives there and had a bunch of sheep. That's what that was. <laughs> uh are 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 you sure? I, I I just I just I just think it's I just think they're trying to point the way to the wall with the big stone on it. And 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 and, and Jacob didn't love his wife Leah, but so 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 God opened her womb. But Rachel was barren, and 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 Jacob said to Laban, "Give me my wife that I may go into her, for my time is complete." Uh, Sahir, is there something you want to tell me? What'd you do to my wife, Sahir? Why are you telling me this? <laughs> but 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 but. But Leia's eyes, Leia's eyes were weak. 
Rachel was graceful and beautiful. Jacob loved Rachel. <laughs> the other guy just responds, you should write a book. <laughs> and then he did. <laughs> Fucking on more coke than the Warhammer guys were. <laughs> almost. <laughs> this is almost as coked up as some of the, t- some of the tales there. <laughs> I mean, you don't know it because you haven't looked into it, but there's tales of like space marines just eating people, trying to retrieve the memories, oh. <laughs> and then going cool. on a genocide because one of them looked at them funny. But then somehow, like, a really sexy sh- uh, shape shifting alien is involved. You don't know how crazy it gets, dude. <laughs> That'll be our next podcast is you'll read Warhammer books to me. All right. Until then, everyone. So long. Bye.